Hello, and welcome to the New World Enlightenment videos. Now, if you're watching this, you're probably inspired to become enlightened like so many other people. And you probably, probably have just come onto YouTube here, and you just typed in the word enlightenment, or you probably just stumbled across this. And you're watching this video right now, wanting to find the right path to walk down, to become enlightened. Well, throughout these videos, I'm going to be teaching you what I've learned throughout my life. Now, I'm not going to be sitting here claiming that I know all the right answers and I know everything there is to know about being enlightened. Now, the path of enlightenment can only be walked down by one individual. I cannot walk the path for you and I cannot push you down the path of enlightenment. If you want to become enlightened, it's a path that only you can walk down alone. It's a path that takes a very long time. You cannot become enlightened in one day or an hour. So often people look at, uh, they go to bookstores, they go to the self-help section, they want to find videos, books, on, you know, and find that one magical line that's going to make them feel enlightened, that's going to change their life, that's going to make them truly happy, make all their pain go away. Well, sadly, I know we live in a world where everything is done quickly. People, we have microwaves, fast food, restaurants, everything's done online. People have it walking around the cell phones. Everything, everybody wants everything done quickly. But the thing about being enlightened, it's the one thing in the world that scientists haven't figured out a pill to make you become enlightened. There's no infomercial on TV that's going to teach you how to become enlightened in the shortest amount of time possible. Enlightenment takes time. I know a lot of people want to, they feel pain, they feel confused, they feel lost in this world, and they want answers, they want peace, they want happiness. And I understand this, we all want to find peace and happiness. But the thing that you have to remember is that enlightenment is knowledge. And knowledge is something that you just can't acquire in a second. Enlightenment is about knowledge about you. Yes, we can go to school and learn about our ABCs and 1-2-3s by having somebody else teach us. By saying, if you have two and two, you put them together, you get four. And you hear that and say, okay, I understand. You know, they point out, you know, the different planets. They tell you their names. You memorize them. They tell you something in a history book. You read it. You memorize it. But enlightenment is different. It's, it takes more time. You, you can't just become enlightened by reading a couple lines in some self-help book where all of a sudden you become this magical enlightened person where all your pain and confusion is just gone. It doesn't work that way. In order to become enlightened, you need to look within. You need to find the, and understand what causes your pain? Now, everybody is different. I cannot tell each and every person who's watching this what their pain is because our pain comes from our childhood. It comes, through, comes from the life that we have lived and all the negative things that have happened to us and our desire to want to control the future because we don't want to be hurt again. And we believe that if we can control the future, in every aspect. When I say the future, I don't mean like 2,000 years from now. I'm talking about five seconds, a day, a week, a month. 
Everybody is always thinking about the future because we don't want to get hurt the way we did in the past. Because when we, when we were children, we were very happy and very carefree. And as children, we were just accepting towards everyone around us with a smile on our face. But sadly, each and every one of us has had something that happened to us in our life where the people that we care about, the people that we trust, hurt us in some way, emotionally, physically, spiritually. Something has happened in each of us that causes us to feel we can't trust people. We feel fear. We build a wall around ourselves. And this wall that we build and we hide behind, it sounds like a smart idea as a defense mechanism because, let's face it, if somebody had a bow and arrow and they wanted to shoot it at you and you had a stone wall in front of you, you can stand there all day and those bow and arrows aren't going to come through. Somebody throws a rock at you and that, that wall is going to stop that rock. So you would physically feel safe. Well, we as humans build walls within our, inside of ourselves mentally and spiritually that stops other people from hurting us as if they were throwing a rock at us. Because a rock can heal. Like if you get injured from a rock, it can, it can heal. But when somebody hurts you emotionally, verbally, or through the lack of trust, you know, that can scar you for life. But here's the good news. The good news is we believe that we can be scarred for life, but in fact, it's not that way. We, you're not scarred, you're wounded. And you know how sometimes when you get a paper cut, when you keep moving your hand, it keeps reopening the cut over and over again, and it takes a really long time to heal? Well, it's the same thing within us. We have wounds that are in us emotionally and spiritually that, that don't seem to heal. Our bodies are really good at being able to be able to stop ourselves from bleeding when we've been cut physically. But we haven't been around long enough to figure out ways that we can heal ourselves emotionally. So it's like we always have a cut that never heals. But the thing about enlightenment is, you can learn how to heal your cuts and wounds on the inside. Now, the thing about the path of enlightenment is that I can show you the path, but you, ha you need to walk it. Now, a lot of people, they don't know they're on a negative path. They don't know about the path of enlightenment. They don't know that they're, that, that they're living wrong right now. So many people are so caught up in the day. They're so caught up in the millions of things that they have to do. They hear that we're, they get so many things that they have to do that very few people just ever just take a moment and stop. Just sit down, relax, and focus on your breathing. If somebody were to ask me, what's the first thing that I need to do in order to walk down the path of enlightenment? The first thing I would say to you is just stop. Clear your mind, sit down, and start focusing on your breathing. Now, I know a lot of people hear that and think, what does that mean? Like, focusing on your breathing? Like, how does that help? Because what happens is, when we breathe in really quick, we're, we're breathing in and out, breathing in, always on the go, here and there, always, you got a million things to do. 
It's shallow breathing. You're only breathing in your upper lung area. And you're breathing in and out real quick. And it's causing your heart to race real, real quick. The blood goes through your body real quick. You always feel like you're always on the go. You know, sometimes you have a million things you need to do. And when you're halfway through, you stop, but you can't stand still. You, you literally are just twitching and you're moving. You, you try to sit down, but you stand up. You pace back and forth. That's because your body is so used to being on the go that you don't even have time. You can't even literally stand still. And we're like that more than ever. For some reason, we yes, we have things in this world that make things go quicker, like the internet, online bank, banking. We can have microwaves that cook food for us faster. It seems like there are so many things that um, we have that do things for us quickly. Now you would think that we would have a lot more free time on our hands because of it. Because of the microwaves, because of the internet, because we can do things over the telephone. You would think we would be sitting around really bored. But the thing is, because we can do things quickly, we give ourselves a million things to do in a day. Back during the 60s and 70s and 80s, you might have had one or two things to do in a day, but today you give yourself six or seven, and you're always on the go. And the one thing you notice most is people driving like maniacs because they have to get from one point to the other as quickly as possible because they get a million other things to do in a day. Well, the problem is that you're just living for tomorrow. You're always having that things to do list. You're always looking at your calendar, calendar, looking at things that you have to do tomorrow. Where are you going to be next week? 